you keep doing this mm-hmm. slowly that guilt that cognitive dissonance meaning yeah. your beliefs your attitudes yeah. are disconnected from the actions that you're doing true it's so bur- you feel disassociated from yourself mm-hmm. we all try to fit in freshmen you know try to fit with the group yeah and it just hurt us like we just we always feel that we lost. Like, yeah we got lost we just like joined the hurt you know yeah. straight up but we all learned alhamdulillah throughout high school and i feel like a not just us a lot of people learn true how can i look to to allah Allah, the one who brought me to this world to worship him Mm. the one who gave me my life gave you your loved ones gave me all my experiences to Mm. guide me the right way Mm. even if i thought that i feel that you feel me even if i thought that going Wrong way was right, right, right. Assalamualaikum. You guys are tuning in to an episode of Talk Ya Haq. I got my brothers Jabril and Abdi. What's going on? Hello. Hey, it's been a minute, huh? Been a minute, famo. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. How y'all been, bro? How about? Alhamdulillah. I'm doing good. This finals, man. Finals week. It's been stressful. Mm. How about you, fams? God is good. (laughs) Alhamdulillah. 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 Hey. What y'all been up to, man? Update us with y'all lives. Man, this finals, bro. Like, this past week, yeah. uh, it's been finals. But, alhamdulillah, I got, I, I got used to, like, how college works mm. while I was in high school. Like, I did um, this Running Start program. Right. And to all the youth that's listening that's in high school, I'm going to recommend you guys to do Running Start because it not only prepares you, but I feel like it's easier than high school. Mm. You know, you guys know this. The schedule with college and everything, yeah. it's just so easy going. It's three really? classes, like you can take it some in the afternoon. Mm. It's just so nice. I feel you, bro. Yeah, you. Mm. yeah, definitely. If you're in high school, y'all, hey, juniors, juniors and seniors, use that as an advantage. Well, like, save yourself some tuition money, some stress, and get out of school faster. Hey, right. how about you? How about you, brother? Me, you know, I've been traveling a little bit. When I say travel, I've just been going to Minnesota. Okay. You know, alhamdulillah. Oh, yeah. Um. Did a lot of adventuring. I went snowboarding. Yes, so sir. I got to do that too. Snowboarding was uh, it's very bruising. I'll tell you guys that. <laughs> I see. I seen that clip. Yeah, we might have to show that on yeah, the podcast. It's, 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 <laughs> hey, it's bro, not, send me. Actually, I'm gonna make a little edit. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. I yeah. fell so many times. Oh my god! Oh my but god. um, alhamdulillah, I was you know, um, everything's going good. I didn't go to winter quarter but i signed up for spring okay and, you know i just wanted to focus on working a lot more helping the family out so especially these stressful covid yeah, times COVID yeah. time, so i've just been doing now, that bro now is the best time to travel mm. and I, like alhamdulillah that you're going to california today he's yes. about to go to california today how do you feel about that i'm not going today but i'm going tomorrow morning so yeah oh yeah yeah by the time this might be uploading I'm oh yeah you're gonna be in california yeah, mm-hmm. yeah maybe you, know. you might just be coming back right after yeah, that. yeah so i might have just be you know, it's a sun, beautiful experience. Sunshine, yeah. about Absolutely. to get a little tan on me. You know, I'm dark skin, brown. You know, I don't know if you get if you can get a tan. Can? Okay. <laughs> hey, I think you can, bro. You are gonna get a little bit darker, like a little Hershey. Oh, hey. oh, who you knows, man? Little Hershey with caramel. You might turn to a Black Panther. There you go. There you go. Yeah, no. Uh, uh but yeah. you know, but Alhamdulillah. What about you, man? Bro, Alhamdulillah, bro. Uh, man, I've been busy, bro. I've been busy okay. jogging a lot. Me and my brother attended UW Bothell, so alhamdulillah, bro, it's been interesting. This is my first quarter at Bothell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, UW, I was freaked out, you know, because, you know, when I applied straight out of high school, I got rejected, you know, mm-hmm. so I was intimidated by how rigorous the courses might be. So yeah. when I got my A at Bellevue, I said, okay, this is going to be tough going to UW. 
But alhamdulillah, man, you know, Allah is great. Uh, it went smooth, you mm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. mashallah, bro. Besides that personal life, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Busy, busy, busy. busy I'm just busy? saying that. Yeah, busy. Okay, but look, we got this podcast, you Talk Your Haq, that we just kind of left alone. And, yeah. Uh, I definitely feel like I was just talking to Jabril, and I was like, man, there's so much that we need to be talking about. Yeah. And we have this platform. We already kickstarted it. Yeah. Man, let's do something with it. You know, and the thing was, I, I felt like we didn't really quit it. It mm. was just the idea of, like, finding out our availability and also finding out what's really more important to talk about where we connect with you mm. the audience and right. also connect with you know and having that like mutual understanding and also advising each other and also advising them you know right and i think we're learning a lot bro about yeah. just a lot of different skills and basically a lot about what our direction we want to take with this podcast as we record more episodes just kind of we had a general idea but i think as we progress we're having more and more of an idea true and i think right now bro the passion is coming from given to the youth what we wish we had yeah in terms of message topics things that are taboo facts Mm. so guys uh i mean i hit y'all up with this deep topic right yes sir and we're gonna introduce the topic the topic is called war from within Mm -hmm. this internal war yeah uh jihad enoughs you know what i'm saying and is striving uh for the sake of allah against our own inclinations yeah desires now when i told you about this topic just tell me what was your gut reaction i just want to get that and share it with the audience. Oh man, I I saw it as like a very powerful topic, like one th- that I was ex- actually excited to talk about mm. because Allah created us as one of the creatures that have free will, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And in that, we have these desires, mm. and what makes us either the best of uh, creatures that Allah has created, so, yeah, or the worst is is uh, how we use that free will. Mm. We can either worship Allah you mm-hmm. know without even seeing you know just knowing just taking from the signs that he gave us mm-hmm. and abstaining from our desires our natural desires mm-hmm. that we've uh, been given with and saying no I fear Allah and I I'm, I want to live a life within the limits of what Allah has given mm-hmm. me yeah and so That's doing powerful. that is what like just talking about our desires and you know knowing mm-hmm. understanding your beliefs is what you know, can make you a better person. You know, yeah, yeah. that would be beneficial to everybody. Mashallah. Yeah. Mashallah. How about For you, me, man? I would also say I kind of have to agree with him, yeah. but at the same time, we also like we also got to understand from a there like people who deal with that internal, like you know, what I'm saying struggle. Mm. You also got like understand from where do they come from and what background and what actually made them either go in that direction or what's mm. making them fight that direction. You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah. everybody has their own story. Right. At the end of the day, nobody right. has the same story. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, that's where I'm trying to like understand. So I'm share a little bit of my internal struggles that I've had. Mm. Hopefully you guys are at the same time too, where exactly. we both can, all of us can talk with the audience or, and then also the audience can also respond or text us or whatever it is they need to do, you know, mm. to actually, be like, oh, I'm going through the same thing. How did you deal with it? Oh, mm. this is the way I'm dealing with it. Thanks. And then also help each other, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Help each other to work towards beating our internal desires, whether it's a good thing mm. or whether it's a bad thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because internal desires can also be a good thing. Most people forget yeah, that. Yeah, it just depends on, on what it is you're doing. Right. So, 100%. Yeah, bro, I feel you, bro. It was someone who actually, you know, someone that's so dear to me that mentioned this topic, right? Yeah. And he was like, I would love for you guys to talk about this mm-hmm. and talk to your because it's very relevant. It's yeah. very, and I was like, whoa, 
just like ding i was like oh this this needs to be talked about yeah and also bro one of my things like taboo it's we gonna guys we're gonna talk some taboo some things that are often not talked about in the muslim community or the somali community Uh uh-huh so i mean got this this is that platform so uh inshallah just be be ready for that yeah um all right so we're gonna jump straight into it right Mm -hmm. uh what what is this? What is this topic of desires? I mean, we we some guys, right? We live yeah. out here in America. Mm-hmm. What are some of the desires that we see often, right? Like, just let's talk about what we're observing right now. Like, let's talk about what we live. I see a lot of the times, right? Besides the obvious, right, is drug drug abuse, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People start smoking or or popping pills or whatever. I see that being a thing, or even some people drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a desire inclination I see people acting upon. Yeah. How about mm-hmm. y'all? I would say, you know, we 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 keeping the raw, you know, we finna keep it talk your hawk, you know. Hey, let them know. One thing is pornography. Mm. To be honest with you, that is one thing that a lot of youth, you know, struggle with, and especially nowadays, a lot of the youths are introduced to pornography at the age of thirteen. Mm. That's very very young. Right. Mm. You know, what do you think? Yeah, those are definitely very big ones. It's an epidemic. Um, yeah. And just to add on to that, I think one of them would be um, unhealthy eating choices. Mm. You know, picking something that you know is not good for you mm-hmm. mm. over something you know that's healthy for you, you know? Okay. Right. Yeah. I toss in another one, women. Women? You mentioned pornography. There's another, there's another angle to that. Women, the fitness of women and people doing zinna or getting close to zinna. Um, I, I see this often. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about, like, what makes people... Can I add one more? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. One yeah, I was going to add one more because mm-hmm. you can also see it as two ways, uh, either one way or the other. Because we want as much as possible. Yeah. We're going to dive into it. Social yeah. media. Ooh. Yep. I like that because we just talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. social media, it has its pros and cons. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, you know what I'm saying? And so, and since we live in the 21st century, what is the one thing that everybody's on? Yeah. Social media. Netflix, you know, all the entertainment video yeah. games. Mm. All these just are consuming. Yeah. Yeah. All these, what do they do? They give you dopamine. You know, they yeah. give you most of the time superficial dopamine. Yeah. As with social media. You mm. guys all seen that uh that documentary yeah. social, social dilemma. dilemma. You know? I think we even talked a little about that on the on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And also like to give you like an example of mine, you know? Right. Like for me, I felt like social media like kept me away from getting closer to Allah. Mm. Why, I mean, why is that? I would say it's because the amount of, amount of time that I spend on social media, mm. I could have been spending on either reading Quran, getting my prayer right, right, uh, learning about the deen a lot more. Mm. You know what I mean? Facts. All those times spending that time, I'm on Snapchat or Instagram mm. or Twitter or YouTube, all that stuff. You know what mm. I'm saying? But I use it for my internal desire to distract me from the truth. Mm. You feel me? It sounds like distract. I love that word distraction. Like, I mean, I don't love it for what it is, but yeah. it, it, I love the fact that you mentioned that a lot of these des- desires. Not only are they like detrimental and self sabotaging, uh-huh. they feel so good, right? But, yeah. Um, these things they are distraction. True. It kind of distracts you either from your purpose, uh-huh. you're getting close to Allah, yeah, or or what you need to be doing. And I, I love that you mentioned that. Do you guys want to expand upon that? It's scary. Very Bro, true. What, what do we do when we came here last time and did this? Huh. We all checked our screen time, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I, th- I, I think mine was like five hours at a time. It's probably six hours now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to take my own advice and uh, 
uh, what's called organize my time schedule. Mm. But when you think about it, yeah, how long are we awake really? There's 24 mm. hours in a day. You're asleep what seven, eight hours? Eight hours. You go on the screen time. What does it say? Five, six hours. Some people mm. eight, nine. That's like that's the 11. whole day. <laughs> yep. you, you think about it I'm like Take whoa. Away eating, using the bathroom. What are we doing with that time? And the crazy thing is, here's the trippy part, right? When you leave all the stuff or when you try to delete an app, yeah. mm. say your app you use most of the time, like check on, here's what I recommend you guys to do. And it's going to trip a lot of you guys out. Go on your screen time, look at the app you use most. For me, it was YouTube. Mm. Delete that app. You're going to see not only that you're addicted to it, if you if you leave, if you leave it, mm. and you're going to feel tripped out by how much free time you have that you're not going to, you're not going to know what to do. He's going to be like, well, all right, you just got to go on YouTube now. What do, you know, what do I do? Yeah, you just be scrolling mm. your home screen, just side yeah. to side. Yeah. Where is YouTube at? Because usually, yeah. you know, like when you don't do what you usually do, mm. you tend to find yourself like, Habits. you know, like you just confuse. Like, so usually, like you just said, I'm, mm. I usually do this. So what is there to do for me right mm. now? You know what I mean? You exactly. have that self-lost where you're like, yeah, I'm going to just download the app again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. no? And that's the challenge where you can do. So you, yeah. you can either download the app like I did, yeah. which is I probably should uh, try deleting it again. Down or you can delete. fill that time with something. Yeah, delete that app, fill in the time with reading the Quran. Yeah. The, take that bad habit, create yeah. a new one for your brain, be like, oh, okay. Mm. One that's positive for you. Yeah. And YouTube, it can be positive, but let's be honest. We have a recommended list. We have an algorithm that is pointed and create, uh, like designed to interest you. Mm. You know, some videos you see like... Uh, what's it called man flies off a mountain or something like that not dying like you know the wingsuit yeah <laughs> you know some some kind of thing that interests you that's just an example yeah. you know and it constantly grabs your attention and Very you know true. we met, we mentioned this guys uh, the whole social media and if yeah. you guys are interested please go ahead click on that episode we talked about that for a whole hour mm-hmm. yeah. but I love how you guys mentioned social media because that is a fa- a f- like a facet of desires and distraction yeah but let's talk about some of the things man we really haven't talked about Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. let's break it down because we're not just going to skip over what Abdi and we was mentioning. Right? Yeah. Let's start off with these two taboo t- subjects, the desire of women, mm-hmm. right, and pornography. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is an epidemic amongst young men. I don't know about the women. That, that's between you guys. Mm. But I do know because I'm a brother out here and I can see brothers out here. Mm-hmm. It is tough. We live in a hypersexualized society. Very true. You feel me? And I feel like this this society cultivates shamelessness and i'm yeah. not talking from a high horse but i'm talking from experience and we're not kind of shown another way yeah mm. you know do you know what i'm talking about now honestly like be honest right mm. but like high school and college and all that stuff right they have this norm mm. if you don't do this or you're a lame person or you're not Facts. cool or you're not you know Facts. Mm. so you, you for you have these expectations met for you like and at the end of the day we live in a place where we're you know uh, we're diverse, different mm. ethnicity, different religions, all that stuff. So you go to a high school where you have all that stuff. Mm. And and I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't the type of guy who really hung out with a lot of Muslim brothers, you know, Thanks. at all. Because I, I, everybody really knows I didn't really have no Somali friends until my senior year. Exactly. Mm. You feel me? Exactly. Like someone who I would say I would hang out with every day. We would go kick it every day. It wasn't that. It was more of like if I see you at school and you're Shema, what's up, bro? How you doing? Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Move on. Straight up. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was those type of kids. Mm. So me hanging out with kids who don't really have that same belief as me where you don't commit all this stuff or you don't do all this stuff, 
Mm. They expect certain things from you. They expect you to be at the same level of doing these things. You know what I mean? Mm. And if you don't do it, you're the odd man out. Mm. And nobody really, and beyond, to be really be honest, mm. nobody wants to be that odd nobody man fear out. Fear of missing out, FOMO. Boom. Mm. So I feel like that is the one thing when it comes to especially women. Mm. You know, now these days, oh bro, you didn't talk to no female. Mm. Oh, you're lame, bro. What are you doing? You're you're scared. Mm. You're not a man. Mm. You feel me? So all so this now you begin degraded, you, yeah, because you're not at partaking in those activities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have something to say on that, bro? No, that's 100%. Like, this is one of the things that, like, oh, man. Like, you get, in, especially in uh, middle school, high school, yeah. they'll teach you, oh, you didn't get your first kiss? Like, alhamdulillah, mm. my family, bro, and, like, a lot of people I know, we abstain from this. Like, to us, yeah. like, we try to abstain this for, for my whole life, right? True. But over at school and stuff like that, it's a social, constru- it's a social yeah. construct that... What's it called? Like, like you're a weirdo if you don't have your first kiss. Yeah. You know, you're you're weird if you don't go to prom. Yeah. You're weird if you don't do you're the same things. You're not messing with females. You're not entertaining. Yeah. Them. Yeah. But really, it's just you protecting your chastity and holding tight to your D. You, you know? feel me? And I give props to people who do that. You feel me? Yeah. Let me tell you something, bro. Wallahi, I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. Is that I embrace being that person, bro. Mm. I embrace being that person. People look at it like, I can't figure out him. I can't figure him out. Yeah. Because, bro, I'm not living for other people. Yeah. No matter what people say, I, yeah. I, I, I talked to y'all earlier about this, but like, mm-hmm. I have a vision of myself. I'm, I am, I have an expectation of myself. Yeah. Right. And I have a, I hold myself to a certain standard. No yeah. matter who is influencing me, if you're influencing me for negative direction, mm-hmm. I'm going to look at you and say, nah, I'm not with that. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I told you, I have a vision of my best version of myself. Yeah. Right. One that looks one type of way, and one that looks one type of way. Mm-hmm. One is doing what everybody you know is doing. One is doing whatever he feels like doing, and the other one is saying, "Nah, I'm gonna sacrifice what's in front of me for that. Yeah, I'm gonna act on behalf of what I feel is morally upright, yeah. not feeding the low desire. You know. Yeah. And you see what I'm saying. For one thing, I would say I commend people who do that because it takes a it's strong, hard. strong, strong person to be. But like, it's you experience. Know what? I'm not going to deal with this, you know, little things y'all doing because that's not me. I know myself. I know what I want and I know where I want to go. Mm-hmm. You doing that, I'm going to step away. You know, if you really want to do that, that's totally up to you. But the thing is, you weed out. You weed out. that When you do that, yeah, you weed out in your life who's for you and who's against you. Mm. You do that. It naturally happens. But when you're doing what everybody's doing, you hit, you're doing every move, yeah. you can't tell foe from enemy, foe from friend. True. You can't do that because everyone looks the same in your circle. You feel me exactly. But if you look at somebody and they're cultivating you and they're and they're making you they're they're pushing you to be the best version of yourself. True. Don't let go of that person. You feel me? So you 100%. never know that you have snakes in your grass. And when you, you ha- cut yeah. them. And when you have people call, yeah, go ahead, bro. In high school, especially, man, like I feel like this is a lesson that everybody learned is that yeah. to prioritize your difference and feel great about your differences mm. you know mm-hmm. a lot of us try to fit in in high school how do you mention like you how you didn't have like a somali friends yeah. at, at that time mm. and we all try to fit in freshmen you know try to fit with the group yeah and it just hurt us like we just we always feel that we lost like we did, yeah we got lost we just like joined the herd you know yeah. straight up but we all learned alhamdulillah throughout high school and i feel like a, not just us a lot of people learned true and I, if you didn't learn i hope that you learned that what's it called or you learn soon that you don't need to fit fit in, and that you need to express your differences because not only will you love yourself more, yeah, but people will also love you for that. 
Facts. Like I'm, I remember Dennis was out here wearing uh, what's it, a Maui's to school. Yeah. <laughs> I school wore more than that. Hey, did I? <laughs> did I care? And then I was like, you know what? Like I, growing up, this is what I love about being the youngest. Mm-hmm. Is you get to see like like you get to learn from those that's older, not just from your brothers, but your older cousins. Yeah, you get to learn from the mistakes and the good things that they do. Yeah, you know, and that you can use that to maneuver. Yeah, I, I seen it did this. You know, like mashallah, I'm like, I see him embracing who he who he was. Yeah, and, and also finding who I finding who he was, yeah. Yeah. and that is what turned motivated me to do the same. Yeah, you know, I appreciate my dean, and what's it called? You know, <laughs> where I to school and yeah, well. <laughs> Hmm. So people would just stare at me in the bus like and well at first I was like uh you know I was like well, you know, I felt awkward about it mm-hmm. but then I was like, I felt great about it I'm yeah. like alhamdulillah I'm the pr- different I'm the different person yeah. I'm a muslim on this train mm-hmm. I'm a muslim in this school it's this, it's a reaffirming identity you know it's crazy you know? Hmm? I'm I'm be honest with you you know it's crazy mm-hmm. when you do different things yeah. you yourself start to question yourself but did you ever think about what those people question you Cause you know what? That's something interesting I learned. Mm. Is you may question yourself and like, damn, this is what they think about me. Oh, I just this. Mm. But in all honesty, if you really truly think about it, I promise you, and I guarantee you this: mm. what they're thinking is, man, that guy's different. Yeah, he's doing something that we don't do. Yeah, but and can I add this on top of this, bro? Human nature. I love human nature, bro, because yeah. it's fascinating. Oftentimes, bro, people we think when people are looking at us, it's called spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. We think we the center. Everybody is just as consumed in their own lives yeah. as we are. Yeah. That's the nature. Yeah. So we often feel insecure or whatever, navigating our life. No, live your truth. Talk your haq. Live yeah. your truth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And whoever don't vibe with that, they're not supposed to be in your circle anyway. That's yeah. how you weed them out. That's how you do it. Yeah. You live, you embody who you are, and you find out who you are, and you walk that mm-hmm. with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by your side. Yeah. And I love the fact that we're talking about this because your companions, who you have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a very low key person. Mm-hmm. You might see me on social media, but I'm very low key. Mm-hmm. Abdi knows about that. Uh, those who have in my media circle is because I have them in my circle for a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't have just everybody willy nilly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So because that's protecting your energy, that's protecting your focus. Because yeah. often a lot of people are distracted, mm-hmm. and that wears off on you. Yeah. The Prophet Muhammad even told so, us so. about this, right? About having good companions yeah. because whoever is doing wrong doing that rubs off on you yeah yep. and whoever's doing good doing jabro over here he'll say let's go to the message mm-hmm. and i'm saying i'm coming with you to the message having a brother or a, a friend who's saying let's go it's time to pray mm-hmm. or whoever wakes you up for salah yeah cherish that person because not only are they cultivating you in this dunya yeah. they're cultivating for something greater which is the akhara mm. you know what i'm saying yeah that that's just the truth so i mean yeah man just the topic of having good friends y'all and if y'all listening I mean, sometimes you 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 gotta cut people out. Mm. I mean, love them, respect them, re- keep in touch, but like, don't allow them to take you where they're going. One hundred percent. Like, you know, this, what's the saying about friends? Mm. You are who your friends are. Bad. And <laughs> I was like, I I believe that, but I'm like, I always thought like, the people I know, like the people I talk to, I'm like. You know, maybe they won't rub off me. You know, they won't mm. rub off. You know, the their, their, their they have a lot of have good qualities, mm-hmm. but some of them they have bad qualities, right? Mm-hmm. And you, in weeding them out, you find out like, at first, like, like uh, my senior high school, I was like, I felt like, um, I, like the bad friends or bad friends I had, mm-hmm. uh, would not rub off on me, you know, 
And then sometimes I realize that it would be in my character. Like some things that I would hear mm. or some, uh, what's it called, jokes that they make. Mm-hmm. I would portray that or I would say that. And I, I, was, I was just like, whoa, did I just, did I just say that? Or mm. did I just, it just freaks me out sometimes, you know? Yeah. And what's it called? That's just goes slow. You have to cleanse your circle. Mm-hmm. Distance yourself, you know. Keep a distance. Mm-hmm. You could still, you know, keep on Snapchat, say what's up, acquaintances, you know. But to say they are your friend, make that your circle. The people in your circle that yeah. is your friend, that is your friends, and have those people only uplifting you. And let me, you can I add also? Yeah. Well, like when you choose that path, it mm-hmm. is a lonely road. It Not is. many people on that road. Mm-hmm. Not no self improvement, self discovery, self growth. Mm-hmm. That is going contrary to the stream. Your desires, it's your inclinations. You already want to do it, so you're going with the flow. Mm. But when you say, I'm not going to do that, I'm pushing against, you're going upstream. That automatically means that there are less people going against it than there are people going with it. So finding those companions, finding those people, it is a lonely road. Yeah. So you have to embrace that. And how you embrace that is knowing that you have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you have have a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that helps you keep you upright. So, I mean, let's keep talking about um, the topic of, you know, desires and all this stuff. Guys, Mm -hmm. those brothers who are struggling with women or those or people who are struggling with drug addiction or Mm -hmm. uh, pornography addiction. This is an epidemic. Mm -hmm. And I I, I don't really have a right to talk about addiction. You need you need a counselor for that. Right. But what I I mean, I mean, if you're going to give someone like what would you say regarding this topic? Women pornography. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot to say, yeah, but let's okay. let's take it. Let's dedicate some time, guys, because this is taboo. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I mentioned it before, but we didn't really go into it. Yeah. Let's let's dive into this for a bit, okay. because people are gonna benefit. It's gonna be uncomfortable, because guys, we don't want to do this. We're like, this is weird, mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk about it mm-hmm. because it needs to be talked about. But, yeah. Uh, who wants to start off on this? Um, let's talk about pornography. Mm. Is that itself? It's a different thing. Mm. You feel me? I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I remember my sixth grade teacher, my language arts teacher, right? Mm. Her kids, you know what she did to them? Mm. Hmm? So her her Wi Fi, mm-hmm. her Wi Fi had restrictions mm. in the house. Right. I didn't know you could do that. In all honesty, I did not know you could do that. I remember mm-hmm. she was telling us, she's like, my kids, they get two hours of uh, internet time with, with restrictions of what they could watch and not. Mm-hmm. MashaAllah. You know? Mm-hmm. Literally, she's on that. She was not playing, mm-hmm. you know. And then, to be quite frankly, I find it shocking the fact that thirteen-year-old kids start watching pornography. You feel me? Mm. Um, that is it's probably sooner, bro. Thirteen. That was yeah. probably like our era. Right yeah. now, there's kids who are getting phones. I mean, six, seven years old getting phones. That's the thing. And Tablets. I, I, three years thing, old. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. One thing. I had a discussion with my little sister. She's eleven years old. Mm. I had a discussion with her. I was like, "So, what are you? What are what are kids? What are kids like in your school?" Mm. Keep in mind, she's elementary school, right? Right. She's like, "Oh, a bunch." Like, I remember when I was going to school, two kids got caught uh, caught in the bathroom. What's it called? Uh, vaping. Keep in mind, these are like ten, nine year olds. <sighs> I was like, "Excuse me." That's scary, bro. You feel me? I was like, when I was 10 and 9, I was like, I'm trying to go outside the recess. recess. You, know? you know what I'm saying? Playing football. Yeah. It's crazy. And then she was like, um, if you believe it or not, one of my friends, uh, not my friends, excuse me. She said, a girl I know, her boyfriend's in seventh grade. And the girl Wait. is 10 years old. 
Huh? Wait, what's the math, bro? I haven't been in school Wait, so in high school. Three years apart. Your sister's seven or ten? My sister's eleven. So oh, she's saying a ten-year-old stayed in the eighth grade with a third, three years old older. <laughs> That's like second-degree pedophilia. pedophilia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sort of got. I sort of got. <laughs> tell me, tell oh me that. No, honestly, uh, and I got, was like, you got bro, pedophiles in in the middle school hallway. Bro, that's that's you, bro, that's second degree, bro. To be honest with you, I have never been shocked hearing <laughs> these things. Like I'm like, wait, so what do you guys do in school at this point? Hey, you know, and I brought it up to some of my friends. None of them were shocked. We live in the 21st century. I was like, excuse me. That's the excuse, too. Like, we live in 21st century. We live in 2021. You know, I'm like, okay, but that shouldn't be normal. Mm, A 10-year-old shouldn't be dating a 7th grader. First thing first. That's just completely (laughs) wrong. Or, like, you hear these girls, hey, or you hear the girls, little girls, like, little, talking about relationships. So, you know, some are proud of that, right? I don't don't know if I just see it in the shows, but or I see it growing up. No, I see it in real life. I, I see it in real life, too. And you see these, like, I didn't see it that that young, but I seen yeah. some girls in like middle school that are like boasting about dating guys in high school. Like, oh yeah, like in social media, I, oh I date this guy, you know his name Jackson, bro. That's his random name, by the way. You know, mm-hmm. searching old Jackson up, but yeah, some Jackson in a, a junior or so it's like prom- uh, like hypersexualization, yeah, and um, just being so promiscuous. Like this society, it puts puts that on our face, and us guys. We're inclined towards visual things. So we are susceptible to this yeah. type of stuff. And women... We're targeted. We're targeted. But here's the other thing. Yeah. Women are the victims of this. This is the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the other side of it. Us guys, we're looking, we're hunting. We are... Some some dudes well, are not, playing... The, women are not the only victims. Okay, let me finish this, though, girl. To this. So yeah. let me say... Let me finish this Go real ahead. quick. So men who are being taught that operating on this low desire yeah. is normal and it's healthy for you mm-hmm. and that you should be doing what you got to do. By the way, let's give you sex education and mm-hmm. give hand you these things, condoms. Mm-hmm. Muslim kids being handed in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is being facilitated. The parents don't know, but I'm sorry, y'all go, y'all, the youth know and that's why y'all here. I have a question. In all honesty, huh? there's a serious question. Okay. At a certain age, should Muslims be educated about sex? Okay. We'll get we'll get back to that. Let's get back. That's bro. Including like you know your internal desire and stuff yeah. like that. Should because sh- I feel like like we we know it's bad. You should you should know what not, it is. Yeah, we, you we, should know how it functions. Yeah. You should, but you um, yeah. You never know how it functions, and because schools taught you like oh this is like you know this is what is this for. I didn't know anything until school taught me that. I'm be honest with you, I didn't. Okay. You know my story. I told you. I used to think girls eating boiled eggs would get pregnant. Are you serious? Wallahi. <laughs> I, I Wait, at, at what age? At what age? Nine. Okay. I, mean, I was this innocent kid. I'm telling you that right now. You know? Boiled okay. eggs. <laughs> I'm telling you oh, that right but. now. No. And, and all, like, to be really yeah, honest yeah. with you. Because you talk I about I want to get back to the point, the yeah. big picture. You're yeah. trying to get into this spot. But yeah, I hear you. Muslim kids should be educated about this because we live in a society that's going to teach them one way or another. Yeah. Wait, so Abdi, how did you feel when you saw the egg cartons? Oh, bro. It's, it's a whole story. <laughs> I can tell you about it, bro. So like, oh my God, this is all the babies. These my yeah. like, like, oh, man. Your mom came with the groceries. She had the eggs. Oh my God, are these my no, siblings? My, my mom would boil eggs. I told her one day to yeah. pack extra eggs for me. It's a different story. Are you trying to get pregnant? No, I was trying to... <laughs> Different story. Wait, <laughs> you try, well, hold hey, up. You hey, said you hey, trying to sit hey. on something? You trying to sit on eggs? No, 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 no. Huh. 
like my mom told me that yeah. you have to eat a boiled egg for a girl to eat, be pregnant. So a basically, girl. he was clueless as to how girls get how do girls get pregnant. Basically, I think you say you better lay on the eggs no, 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 <laughs> and do no, start no, doing no, stuff. No, no, all right, y'all, no, no. skip all that. Get back to the real talk. So men are often what they're taught. Is being hypersexualized and promiscuous, that's okay behavior. Matter of fact, it's facilitated. And women, the nature of the women. Yeah. Now, I don't care who gets mad at me, but men who are only entertaining these type of women who are promiscuous. Yeah. Then those women are inclined to be those type of women. Mm-hmm. But uh, a modest, think about it. But then here, to be honest with you. Like it goes back to the thing I said. Oh, you're not cool enough since you don't do this. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to a woman, that's what's happened on their end, right? It happens on their end. On their end too. Yeah. If a one woman says, "Oh, I did this with my man," oh, you know, da da da, and then you know, and she's like, and the person, oh, I've never done nothing. I, I never kissed a guy. Da da da. You know what I'm saying? You get shamed on the end too. Boom. Right. That's what you do. Now uh, the question is, who do you blame for all that? Shaitan. Hmm? I blame Shaitan and the lack of accountability within ourselves. Okay. And the lack of education and transparency between family and friends. Okay. Not, not that just, one, I blame? Not just, yes, you can blame the Shaitan. Yeah. Blame yourself. It's together. Blame America. Thank not you. just America, you blame the Thank entertainment okay. industry. Yeah. Because hey. look, let me let me, fin- let me finish this point. some channel? Let's not, we don't want people twisting this wrong. No. Let's say. I understand no. that, but yes. the people need to hear this. I'm beyond. So look, 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 look. <laughs> Yes, yes, women are victims, yeah, but men are victims as well. They are being targeted. They like social media, like I said, is targeting dopamine, yeah. Men are being targeted when when you have all these uh, when you have fitness, all this fitness on uh, the web entertainment industry, mm-hmm. and you know, men are committing these acts, right? Mm-hmm. To your brain. Cause what is what is uh your life what is what is your goal in life yes is to worship Allah mm-hmm. but are biologically is to reproduce of course so what happens when you are watching these things and you're doing these acts your your brain is thinking you're living like a king you're successful you've done everything already uh you don't need to do school you don't need to uh, do all the stuff like what's the point you live in life mm-hmm. that's what it's thinking yeah. But when you abstain from these things, mm-hmm. not only uh, in the Islamic perspective, because you're supposed to abstain from these things, yeah, things are haram for a reason. You have to understand that. When you abstain from these things, yeah, your your brain will tell you, "Oh man, you ain't doing enough. Go to the gym, eat healthier, Take run." You just have like like I said, men have so much potential to do things. If you abstain from these things, yeah, you'd be surprised as to, as you to what build, you can do. This is what I say: you can build empires. Yeah, you can move mountains if you are able to. If you are able to harness your lower desires, your yeah. carnal desires, and operate from your consciousness, yeah, right, then, I mean, you can move mountains, right? Because in a society where everybody's a lot of people are doing what they want to do, mm-hmm. and you're going upstream and you're doing it with pride, yeah, people are looking at you like, whoa. Nature, this is the thing, the dunya will make way for you. True. Because why? Because you have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on your side. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, on the topic of like desire, pornography, women, a lot of these things become habits. Yeah. Okay. Right? And we and we already mentioned all these other habits that uh, that p- human kind of have, whatever they may be. Women, yeah. they struggle with their own. Inshallah, we're going to get more female guests, right? Yeah. 
but we're all struggling with desire, some kind of form of desire. And when we partake in these actions, there's a guys, if you guys want to talk about the nature of habits, whether they're forming good habits or bad habits, there's a book that I recommend, which is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And what he says in the book is, is every action you do is a vote for the kind of person you want to be. Mm-hmm. So as a Muslim, mm-hmm. right, because we Muslims out here, let's talk from that. Mm-hmm. As a Muslim, no matter all the social forces, I mean, we're in America, it's our choice to be here. I mean, yeah. really, we got money, you get back, you can leave when you want to. Yeah. But right now you're here, you got to navigate, and there's no excuses. It's you who has to do the best you can, no matter where you are in the world. True. So accountability, that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we only answer for ourselves on Judgment Day. Yeah. But I want to talk about this a little bit, guys. When you are acting contrary to what you believe, what does that do to you? Like, because that's, we're talking our haq. When you act contrary, like if you know the deen says one thing, uh-huh. but you're inclined to another and you're, and you're, that just became a lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, what does that do? You know what I'm saying? I think we had a conversation about this earlier, didn't we? We did. If you drop, if you, what's it called? If you have that in, internal conflict. Yeah. And what's it called? One day you're going to the massage it. Mm-hmm. You're going to the massage it, you're going home, and you're doing something that's contra- like contradicting your beliefs. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a very like a conflict that's just gonna like am, am I doing am I doing right to myself? Like yeah. you, you constantly feel guilt, yeah. And that guilt it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm telling you, it becomes overwhelming. True. And when you believe one thing, you know your dean says one thing, right? Yeah. And you and you and the Deen, MashaAllah, life facilitates this beautiful version that you should be. Yeah. You know what you need to be to get to Jannah, inshallah. Yeah. And you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful. Yeah. But at the same time, you're doing these actions and you almost feel like you have to do these actions. Yeah. Right? But what was I going to say is the fact that if you keep doing this, mm-hmm. slowly that guilt, that cognitive dissonance, meaning yeah. your beliefs, your attitudes, yeah. are disconnected from the actions that you're doing. True. It's so, bur- you feel disassociated from yourself. Mm-hmm. So either your identity is going to have to change, yeah. your Muslim identity is going to have to change, mm-hmm. or you're going to sit in hell. Meaning you're going to have to sit in that feeling, yeah. and that feeling is hell. This gotcha. is the thing too. This is a powerful thing. Like you mentioned the conflict, right? You can be doing right by yourself, Right. In the times you are not, imagine you die upon that. Close the a little bit. Imagine you die upon the things you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. For example, this is one of the reasons I used to listen to music. Uh, I used to I drop music, is because I remember I used to be big on music. I didn't even know. It's like Subhanallah, may Allah forgive me. And Wiskaopia has dropped this too because this is not only influencing your character, but imagine you are driving. You know, you're just going where you need to be. And you are bumping to whatever brainwash. Yeah, you, not only is it brainwash you, but you're bumping to whatever t- tune you listen to, mm-hmm. and then boom, car crash. Your life is gone. What's the last thing you do? You, you, what's the last thing you did? You listen, bumping the music. You live, mm. you live, you leave how you live. You leave how you live. So imagine that's just one example. Yeah. I think of another thing you're not supposed to be doing. You know, like for example, you, you gave uh, pornography. Think of a person that died upon watching that. Do you know how shameful that is? And the thing we felt, the thing. A lot of us fail to it's forget. Strange. It's Allah's watching us. Yeah, imagine like just think about it, right? Mm-hmm. People they get scared, like uh, if like you ain't doing this when your mom is watching in the living room or your mm. dad is there. But you know, Allah's you don't know the one who created you is see everything that you do. That's creepy. So, Subhanallah, when you think about that, you think about the punishments. You think about dying upon this. 
I promise you it's going to be a real good wake-up call. And not just that. Another thing that can help you abstain from this type of things is yeah. fasting. What did the Prophet Muhammad said? Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. if you cannot get married young, if you don't have the means to get married young, fast. Mm-hmm. You can either fast the Sunnah, Monday and Thursday, or you can take the steps that I did uh, that I need to get back onto is fasting uh, alternate days that really seem to help like me control my desires and you know lower my gaze, you know, is fasting every other day not only does it humble you not, not only does it bring you closer to Allah bring you taqwa and bring you a lot of reward yeah. because fasting for Allah you know how much reward that gives you right wow. what is the distance uh, for the uh, I don't know the ex- I can't quote the exact hadith but um, for every day you fast uh, and this you can fat check me if I'm wrong you cut this out uh, for every day you fast uh, what's it called 70 years uh, your face is taken away from the hellfire. The distance between 70 years. Mm. And fasting is a reward that Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala, He personally rewards you. Yeah. It comes personally from Him. So subhanAllah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. But guys, let's dive into like... Can like, I add like a little quote? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. What's it called? A little quote, like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you guys ever heard this, but uh, there's a quote that said like, He uses demons, okay? But I'm going to use habits. You invite one habit in, other bad habits are gonna follow. Mm. You feel me? Mm. It's like when you like that that quote from Atomic Habits. Yeah. The more you vote, that identity becomes stronger and stronger. Yeah. So, the, so more, the more you smoking, the more you doing zen, the more you kicking with girls, the more you mm-hmm. bumping the music, the more you do, watching pornography. The more you do these things, the more you identify with them. Not yeah. only that, on a cognitive psychological and level, you your limit. neurons, neurotransmitters, it's science as well. Your yeah. neurotransmitters, those pathways are actually yeah. strengthening, strengthening so much to so that yeah. habit is fortified. Especially the greater the pleasure, the dopamine that's released, it's it's strengthened even more mm-hmm. until the point it becomes addiction, and right? Then therefore, it doesn't be then. So what you feeling right? Huh? Like if you do it constantly to mm. the point where you do all this stuff, you're gonna get to a point where it just it's it becomes normal. to the point where Shaitan commands you. Before he's with sweat, he's doing with sweat. Yeah. Now it's telling him, oh, you see this girl, you feel some type of way, mm-hmm. boom, do that. Yeah. It's like a button that just goes off. Yeah. Instead of having a certain type of strength over yourself. Yeah. But what I what I will say is that the more you abstain from this, yeah, you force yourself with mm-hmm. draw, bro. That's what it's like. It's those neurotransmitters get more and more faint. It's mm-hmm. hard, but they get more and more faint. But soon you stop identifying with that version of you. True. And start identifying with a better version of you. True. So let's let's like Sorry, let's move around, uh, move along. Okay. Is what causes for some of us to act on desires, yeah. right? Versus someone who chooses to abstain from it. What's the difference? Is one person just mashat to barakallah? He just can. He got something different in him, mm-hmm. or someone else like this person just like this person just can't. You know, can't summon to sum up the willpower. What is it that differentiates these two people? Mm. Where you grow up. Mm, so your environment. Yeah, Fear environment. Fear the law. law and and understanding why things are haram and why things are restricted for you. And un- huh? When it comes to fear in the law, okay? Yeah, right. When it comes to fear in the law, for all Muslims, people who believe in God, eventually everybody fears God because when danger comes, what's the first thing you say? Mm. Oh, God, please help me. Yep. Right? Everybody has that, like, you know, some type of fear to God. Yeah. Some type, but... yeah. So then, there's some that fear more. Yeah. So this is the thing. 
if you fear Allah, you mm-hmm. know the punishments that come with uh, sin that you could, could uh, that you're could better partake in. Yeah, could be with what you mentioned. It yeah. could be something else. Yeah, if you understand, like if. Like if you fear Allah, yeah. you're gonna and can I also that say, discipline. I'm sorry. Can I also add? Because some of those identify with that language that you yeah. use. Because we should fear of Allah, taqwa, okay. mm-hmm. to be conscious of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Yeah. Some identify with a different language. It's when you're aware of who Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you know Allah Subhanahu wa, who Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is, mm-hmm. who He is, who He means to you, yeah, and in this universe, yeah. Mm. The respect, the awe, the love mm-hmm. of Allah, it is so immense. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like when your parent, like you, you do it, like, for example, you, 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 shamelessness, right? Yeah. You don't do it in front of your parents. You do it in the bathroom. You do a secret. Why? Because I fear my mom. You're a grown man. Your mom is 5'2". It's not because you fear a shame. What is it? Shame. It is shame. It is guilt. It is it is a, a deeper emotion. So people who hear fear, Arabic language is kind of different. We that we don't we don't well we don't know enough about our faith, right? Mm. But what I will say is when you know who the magnitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and who he means to you. Mm-hmm. And Honestly? Well, well wait real quick, I wanna finish this. So when you know that, mm-hmm. the shamelessness that comes with that, mm-hmm. the wanting to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knowing that those deeds push you further from him. There's nothing that you fear greater than being further from him. Yeah. Right. So that fear of being lost, confused, misguided, yeah. and not being being close to Allah, mm-hmm. that is what you're fearful of. Yes, mm. there's a punishment. Well, why there's a punishment? Because yeah. why? There's no accountability without punishment. Yeah. Mm. There has to be something there. The punishment yeah. is there. But it's, oh my God, fire. Yes, it is a fire. Well, why be afraid of the fire? True. You don't want that. But imagine not being able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Imagine not being able to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being questioned. Imagine, imagine, imagine being questioned. Think about th- that. These things that need to be talked about as well. So it's about us connecting with our faith on a deeper level, learning about who Allah is. That's the foundation you have to learn, and I need to learn every day. But with that love, you can't claim. Like I said this before, you can't claim yeah. to love somebody or something without knowing the attributes, the nature to appreciate and love that thing. I'm sure. sorry, guys. I'm a little bit passionate about this, but I, I had to say that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Like, think about it. Like, we are all going to be standing before Allah. Yeah. We're all going to be having to answer for what we did. Yeah. Excuse us, guys. If you guys do hear something in the background, there may be some background in the garage and the parking lot around us. It, it's it, we're, li- we're in the office site, so excuse that, inshallah. Yeah. To, um, to go with what you were saying, <clears throat> to be honest with you, Not my bad. When you talked about like shaming mom and all, like you know, feeling shame yeah. that your mom seen you do all this stuff. <laughs> you know, I said your mom was fine yeah, too. I saw your face. Yeah, I was wanted to start dying <laughs> laughing. You know, I but love honestly, the voice. No disrespect. Yeah, I'm sorry. to be honest with you, like I feel like it's more of like not disappointing your mom. Right. You feel me? Right. Like when the one thing that everybody hates to do is disappoint their mother. Because the disappointment of, of a mother that is like. Like you feel torn once you mm. feel that way. You feel me? So, so I thought about this. I don't know if I don't know. If I, I want to say it, but I don't want to say it in the wrong way. You know? Maybe do you think it's because we've been installed into this idea of God? Uh, you know, Alhamdulillah, God is forgiving. Right. You feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. So, do you think people do these acts and act on upon their internal desires because they believe that God is going to forgive them regardless of whatever they do? 
100%. Therefore, are the people do? Are, I don't know, bro. I can't speak yeah. for everybody. Are, you know, have you heard that? No, honestly, like I feel like you know people take advantage of Allah's yeah, mercy. People, I've heard like, the opposite. I've heard people despairing. They're saying, "Well, I'm, I'm this deep anyway." That's the one I hear a lot. Like I'm already this deep, you know? Or I'm or, 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 or yeah, and I'll, or I make toba later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, they that's, feel like that's the same thing that goes. That's basically the same but thing. You, yeah. But you can die, like you, bro. You said it. Yeah. Yeah. You can die right there and there. Who's guaranteed? Yeah, no one. That's the thing that nobody knows when you're gonna die or not. You know what I'm saying? The only person who knows is Allah. Allah written for you when you're Facts. gonna die, when you're gonna live, Facts. when everything. You know. Facts. So that's the thing. I feel like when it comes to like, here's the thing. Hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 think fine. about this, right? And I'm glad you mentioned this too. Is think is being grateful, you know? Mm-hmm. Allah has blessed us with what, you know? I seen this part, uh, this one video. Uh, I don't know if it did have seen it. It was uh, this guy does da'wah on the streets. It's like on the Muslim corner, on like I think London's in the UK. Mm-hmm. Basically, he asks, he goes around asking people questions. He says, "Okay, let me just ask you something." Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the same question that I yeah. seen from this video, Abdi. If I give you two billion dollars. Would you would you say thank you? Huh? Excuse just, me. Just go ahead, yeah. Would you say thank you? I'll take you on a date afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Like you will remember me. You remember me forever. Lunch. You remember me forever. You'll constantly like think lunch, about like house, wow, thank you. Car. Uh, I, be so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check about you and your family. Yeah, how you feel? Be saying. so grateful. Okay, now Abdi, if I give you the now if I give you the two billion dollars on the condition hmm. that you give me your two eyes. Would you still do that? Wow. Would you still do that? No. No. Not in a heartbeat. So you're saying your eyes is more valuable I'll give than you that? One t- eye, though. <laughs> 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 this dude breaking my whole neck. <laughs> so look, so look, so look. <laughs> he be walking around with an eye patch. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. Like one guy from uh, Age of Shield. But <laughs> 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 hey, hey, let me put it. Let me do it. I'm gonna do it. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Let me finish this because this is very deep. Yeah. So you're saying that your eyes is more valuable than that billion dollars or yeah. that two billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We fail to you know thank Allah for these things that are so significant that we t- take gra- for granted. Facts. Mm-hmm. There's people that are blind, but they have no leg. And so time back, like how we um, it's like appreciation. Yeah, time back, like how we we know Allah is the most merciful. Yeah. And we might uh, continue to sin because we know we can ask for, for forgiveness later. Mm-hmm. True. Think about uh, the compa- closest companions of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who were granted guaranteed Jannah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they don't go clubbing. They didn't persist in sin. Mm. Uh, what's it called? Even of the course, we all. Of, of course, yeah, of course, we all sin, but they didn't. Uh, Persist and keep like keep. They didn't stop worshiping. They yeah. kept doing. They, they were the, They got yeah. stronger. Yeah. They were the best of examples. But us, so what we hear. It, you know what we hear though. Yeah. We hear. Oh, eventually you're gonna be taken out of Jahannam. Yeah. Oh you're my Muslim, god. So eventually you're gonna be taken out of Jahannam. So wait, if I do the math. Oh my god. I'll eventually get into Jahannam. You know that's the mindset. Nah, but that that. But do you know how long that well, is? That's what's west. That's what's west. And you entertain that instead of saying Arud Billah and saying no. I feel like people think you're like you're gonna be half fire for five minutes. This is the reason, no. Abdi. People have deduced this faith. I'm sorry to say, the little yeah. I know about my faith, but what I've seen in the Somali Muslim community yeah. is people have deduced this beautiful, comprehensive Deen way of life mm-hmm. to Jahannam and heaven. What? These things, yes, these are the outcomes. Yeah. But there is something. There is a law for one that you need to learn about. There is. There's so much you have to learn about. And yeah. when you deduce it, just to help. Jannah. Like, come on. 
Like how um, you need to further contextualize your faith as a whole. Yeah. And that takes effort and that takes learning. And I also think that a lot of us have, I don't know, I can only speak from what I see. A lot of us have been failed. Yeah. Whether it's educated by family, by friends, maybe they didn't know better. Yeah. But you have mercy on them because that's the best that they could. But what we have to do is try to do better for our children, mm. for my son, mm-hmm. who's eight months years old. I want him to know about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want him to know about the perfect justice of Allah subhanahu wa oh, ta'ala. Man. You see what I'm saying? I see I see exactly what you're saying. So look, I took this class, right? And I didn't really like it. I'm going to be honest with you. Microeconomics. Okay. It's math. It's STEM related. But look. Micro what? Microeconomics. <laughs> Microeconomics. I, hope I hope your teacher, professor, so don't look, hear about so it. I hope look. you already submitted the grade. Huh? I hope you already submitted the grade. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Microeconomics. Yeah, so look. He's this, trying to get into business. So listen, I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So he teaches how, you know, like in a normal product, say a price increases, right? There's high demand. There's a high demand in the product. Say these glasses, right? Yeah. They, everybody wants these glasses. But there's a limited supply. So what they do to reach the equilibrium, they increase the price. So there's a high demand, there's a high, there's a high price. So now they reach the equilibrium. And now because there's a high price not and not as much them. people want it. It's an equilibrium now, right? Same concept with life. I've, it's my theory and that I'm thinking that things will get so bad mm-hmm. right. that people will start to realize, okay, yeah, we are not going towards the right direction. And like I did mention, the next generation, we seen where we're going wrong. Yeah, We see where people are going wrong. So now, uh, inshallah, we get to translate that to raising our kids better, mm-hmm. yeah. to bring them a better upbringing and then they can translate that further and that we can become a new reach that and it reach that equilibrium mm-hmm. i should make that damn uh uh i should make my own equilibrium theory what should i call it i heard i heard j equilibrium equilibrium in the dictionary what are you gonna say okay. out there? i heard everything you said and i agree with you a lot you know? okay my brain still can't pa- pass <laughs> micro um i don't even know what you oh, just man. said but yeah, you, I, I hear what you say. You, it's you, like the natural. Yeah, but you know yeah. what it sounds like to me? Yeah. Sorry, I'm not really a businessman. Micro, what did you say? Microeconomics. Microeconomics. Yeah. First thing, that sounds like something you talk about, little economics. Yeah. There you That's go. That's basically what it is. You learn everything about economics, like the bite size. You're going about the little there's details. Macro, I believe there's macro. I took macroeconomics. I don't even know what macro is. I, got, I think that's like the big scale. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Hey, I feel y'all on that. But guys, Schools. I mean, I mean, we're fifty eight minutes in. I, yeah. I hope y'all still tuning in, inshallah. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we topic. we talk we talk in that truth. But yeah. I mean, I don't know if we already did this test. But like, if you were to advise your former self, Ooh. whether it was yesterday or okay. whether it was 15, 14, 11 year old you, yes. What if you had a sentence or two to say regarding this topic of internal wars, desires? What would you say? I wouldn't say nothing to myself. Mm. I will let myself be because it made me who I am. <laughs> mm. Just letting you know. It made me who I am. Yeah. You know, I've I've grown up so much from everything I went through. Mm. I've learned a lot about myself. Mm. I'm also still learning. Facts. And at the same time, one thing you gotta understand is if I were to go back and tell myself, mm. I would that would mean that I would know right from wrong. Mm. So that means that would make me successful in everything that I try to do. You feel me? Mm. And therefore, I never learn. So, what is the point of you know you you have to fail for you to learn? Mm. Right. You feel me? So, so you say if you told yourself back then, how how would you know you you're the same person? Yeah, now? For the camera, you like I know for a fact, I wouldn't be the same Abdul Karim. I don't even think I would be. Able, I would meet you. To be mm. honest with you. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's deep. I, I don't know if I would ever go tear up, man. Go tear up, man. <laughs> but honestly, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, honestly, do you think if you told yourself everything, do you think you would have met me? <laughs> one sentence. He said you one sentence. You probably wouldn't. You feel me? You probably wouldn't. No, and why? And why? You know, why yeah. would you? And it's not like you explain. Was it yeah. one sentence or two sentences? Like, it could be like, anything. I'm just, I really I just did it just town interest, you know? But, yeah. Like, you know, but uh, don't don't take it too hard. But yeah, bro, it's straight up. You know? Would you? I, bro, I didn't even think about this question when I wrote it a lot, but I love what you brought up because it, and this also shows you the qadr of Allah, like yeah, the divine yeah. permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. True. He allows you to make some mistakes. Yeah. Right? But He allows you to come back and learn from them and, and seek forgiveness from Him. Yeah. And mm. then correct your path so you don't make those same mistakes. Yeah. So I think, in terms of advice, I think I would just say, Idris, never despair in the mercy of Allah. Never despair in the mercy of Allah. Mm. When you nah. fall, get up. Right when you fall, get up right. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I was. And like, and why? Like, if I was to say, and why? Right. Yeah. Why would I tell myself? It's yeah. because I think that guilt. Because I lived that life. Um, Alhamdulillah, I never went too deep, but definitely, I, I mean, I've seen some things in the world, guys. And True. as a young brother, living, growing, born and raised out here, Alhamdulillah, I'm so so grateful that I met the people that I have in my life, wonderful, mm-hmm. gorgeous souls, who have shown me, shown me so much. Mm. And have brought me near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. Who has introduced me formally to Allah subhanahu yeah. wa ta'ala You know in a way that I've never had And um, I think those mistakes yeah. it's, it, it, it made me do this podcast Exactly yeah, it, So I, I hear you I would never change them yeah. But I would just tell myself like, like Do if, not despair If you went back in time and told yourself 2021 Idris You're going to be doing uh, What's it called Podcast Oh, just know you're gonna meet uh, what's it called in high school, your senior, uh, junior year. You're gonna meet a guy named Abdi. You guys are gonna be really good friends. Oh, you're gonna move to Seattle, back to Seattle, or you're gonna go visit California. Or Wallahi, gonna- that's the thing. Wallahi, this is what I said in uh, I posted on my Snapchat, right? Yeah. But it's like, bro, this life. Like, if you reflect on your life, yeah, it's a deadly movie. Like, anytime your life reaches some turbulence, true. I'm talking from experience right now. Uh-huh. Anytime your life reaches some turbulence, it's easy to keep your head down and start mourning or whatever. Yeah. But really, that's when the plot is thickening. True. R- realize it. Every movie, look, every movie, even the good stories have drama in it. True. It's when he's down bad. And then he transforms it to something later. So I hear what you're talking about. Those struggles, they make you better. So don't despair in the mercy of Allah, but rather be optimistic yeah. in those obstacles. Mm. You feel me? Jibril, you have something to say on yeah, that? You guys both brought up some big points. Like, I've mentioned it, like how you feared. If he told himself something, would he be the same person he is today? Yeah. And this mention, you know, do not not despairing in the mercy of Allah. And I thought about the same thing too. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. Also, for, for me, I would tell myself, you know, taking that into account too, I would probably tell myself to get out of my comfort zone at a young age, mm-hmm. because I feel like at that young age, or like in kind of middle school and early into high school. I was not only in a con- uh, like a cocoon of like being in my comfort zone. I had the desire to stay within my comfort. True. And people don't fail to realize is through, you know, bad things that's happening, like life struggles. You know, sometimes sinning. You have to like some people realize that like from sinning too. Yeah. And um, you know, you learn from these things. You become a better person. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you know. Sin and be, learn, learn and become a better person. Yeah. You should know. You should know now uh, that you should be, become better. It's the intention. It's the intention. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so, it's all the intention. I'm sorry to cut you. I really want to say this. Like, yeah, we can say, yeah, you learn from those. Yeah. But in the moment, you're not thinking like that. Yeah, I'm gonna learn from this. Girl. I'm gonna learn from. <laughs> no, you're like, I'm gonna learn from this. How do I'm doing? No, you not. That's not the mindset. You're doing it just because you're gonna do it. Mm. But right now, hindsight's 2020. You feel me? Mm. So what what you do though is the intention in the moment. Mm-hmm. It should be different let's just say that you know what yeah. i'm saying hindsight's all 2020 but like as your present like forgive your former self yeah but make toba and know that inshallah will forgive you make that sincere dua with the sincere that you're not going to go back and actually try your hardest exactly. don't make toba with the back of your mind like i'm gonna make this move i'm about to do this yeah i'm about to smoke or whatever yeah. i'm about to do that after this i know i'm making sincere. this dua. it has to be sincere exactly and you that sincerity comes from slipping mm-hmm. you know so Value yeah. the struggle. True. Value the sh- and we are struggling. Guess what? <laughs> there is beauty in the struggle. Facts. Like I told myself, subhanAllah, like a lot of people are thinking about this too. It's like getting married early to abstain from these desires. And okay, you're gonna make this thing forty five minutes. I'm, not, I'm gonna yeah. try to, I'm gonna try to make it as short as possible. I'm just gonna talk about my own personal experience, right? Yeah. What do you think? I'm I, like at a young age, right? Like i f- we all have these desires, right? And we think that, like, you know, if we get married, uh, we're not gonna, we're no longer gonna have these desires. Sure. Mm. And what's it called? And in many cases, that's true. If you have the, if you have the means for it. Yeah. But if you don't, fast those alternate days. Mm. You know, fast those alternate days because if you if you choose these other outlets, mm-hmm. these are the most self destructive things you could do to yourself. <sighs> And don't, like, guys, I'm going to even say this as topic. Like, we can talk about what it does to you spiritually. Yeah. Like, that, it's the most intimate thing you could do in terms of Zen, right? And whatever, the low, the oh, low desire. Oh, my God. It makes you disconnected. You're Iman. It's, it's yeah. gone when you're doing that type of stuff. But the and thing is, Shaitan, you disconnected with yourself, with your Islam, bro. It happens to a lot that's of people. That's when he's the strongest, I, I heard. When you're yep. disconnected from Allah. That's when he's the strongest where he whispers in your ears and you start to think, oh, yeah, that's the right thing to do. Mm. You feel me? I said, bro, if you can tame that in you, if you can tame the low desire, Mm -hmm. man, you can move mountains. You Mm -hmm. could really make some great things in this world. Mm. Those brothers you celibate right now, you don't have access. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things. If you can handle that, you can handle everything in life. You know what I'm saying? You operate from here. This is what you need to operate. You operate from here and you operate from here. And when you do that, all things are possible with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You feel me? Exactly. But guys, let's let's end with two que- two things. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna let's do a two for two for one because we're already an hour. Okay. Right? But the two questions. How are you holding up against your own internal battles? That's one. Mm. Right? You don't have to get too personal. But because you know, we also supposed to have haya in our personal, you know? Of course. We shouldn't open disclose our sins. Yeah. But and also, how can we optimize for success? In these internal wars, meaning, how can we do what we can mm. to better equip ourselves against these these uh, battles? Okay, so what do we t- we talked about this in the beginning, right? Yeah. First, we talked about social media. Uh, you have pornography. You have uh, what? What else did we mention? Drugs, eating, eating, ho- eating. So whole lot. Anything you could uh, self destructive so, desire. Anything just, you guys may have something we didn't even mention. Okay. Just okay. I'm. Hopefully, this is a one shoe fits all. Okay, I'm gonna try to give a solution for all of them. All right, and most of them come from the Prophet Muhammad Fast. If you can't mm. get married at a young age, fast. Not only that, 
try your best to be fall within the limits of what Allah has gave you. Things are haram for a reason. Things are haram for a reason. Allah is a, has supreme knowledge of all things. He knows what is right for us and He knows what is bad for us. In society, we are gradually understanding why these things are bad for us, you know? Mm. And so, what's it called? Understand that Allah has supreme knowledge. Fear Allah. Um, what's it called? Fear Allah. And fast. Fast when you can. Try to fast alternate days. And, you know, make dua. Make mm. dua. And then, inshallah, just know that, you know, everybody everybody makes mistakes. Right. Try to have discipline. Um, and inshallah, things will get good. Mm. How about you, buddy? Oh, but you missed one. How are you holding up against your own internal battles? Oh, yeah. I, this is the same advice I was given. Mm. I try to fast, you know. Um, what's it called? Screen time is one big thing. I realize that like I be wasting a lot of time. Mm. Uh, what's it called? D- discipline. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in this podcast, but what's it called? Doing things that your brain is like, okay, relax. Building like like taking a cold shower. Mm. Taking a cold shower, for example. Waking up early, your brain is like, okay, nah, what are you doing? Mm. If you do that, you're going to naturally like have more you're control. Be okay with the displeasure. Yeah, no, you're gonna have more control over things that you thought you would not have control over. So yeah, or you're okay with being uncomfortable. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the, a lot yeah. of the cold shower is mindset. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So. Hey, why why are you making that face? <laughs> yeah, nah. Like clear that throat. What's up? What's, what's right. the problem? I'm gonna tell you straight up. This is how I deal with my internal struggles. Oh uh, yeah. All hey, right. get your notes and your pens out. This dude feel like he about to speak some bars right now. I'm not. It ain't bars. It's just keeping it. You know. Keeping it a hundred. All right. Hot. Y'all yeah, see it on the board? I tried the best handwriting. I'm not known for my handwriting. You feel me? Um. But to be honest with you, mm-hmm. the way I deal with my internal struggles, right? Let's say I have a struggle of anything, right? First thing first. I ask myself, do I need it? Mm. And why is it so, why is this, that thing so important to me right now? And why do I, you know, mm. asking myself that. Mm. Second thing, when I do it, why, um, what's it called? What are the consequences of me doing that? Mm. You feel me? Not a lot of people think about that. They just think That's, if I do it. I like it, how you're deducing it to something very logical yeah, in that mm, sense. You feel me? I'm like, why are you doing something? And what is the outcome of me doing that? Mm, okay, keep me? going about that. What's That's the outcome of me doing that? And if I do it, will I continue to do it? Mm. You feel me? Right. Mm. So me, I ask those my those questions to myself. And whether I act upon it or not, I'm not no one's perfect, okay? It's me being honest with Fact. you. No one's perfect. Mankind. You feel me? So, honestly, I've grown up and dealt with a lot of my you know habits that are, that are bad right right but to be honest with you the one thing that i did was reflect myself and ask myself is this pleasing god and mm. if god were really to take me out this earth right now mm. how would i look into his eyes mm. for me mm. how can mm. i look to the to, per, allah. to allah the one who brought me to this world to worship him the mm. one who gave me life life gave mm. you your loved ones to g- gave me all my experiences to mm. guide me at the right way mm. even if i thought that 
I, well, I feel that, bro. You feel me? Even if I thought that going the wrong way was right, mm. he still gave me that option. Hey, maybe the right side is better for you. Mm. You feel me? So mm. all those things I ask myself that, and in all honesty, when I ask myself that, whether the outcome of the gin winning mm. or holding myself strong enough to be like, I'm not, mm. the one thing that I always say is, and to be honest with you, the one thing I always tell myself is, Mm. When you do that thing, mm. or if I don't do it, make sure at the end of the day, you thank God for either taking you away from that situation mm. or making you learn from that situation. Mm. Mm. That's deep. That is all I'm going to say. That's powerful, bro. That's powerful. Wow. Um, hey, Dennis, what you, what you, what's the knowledge you better drop on us? Man, where do I start with lying? I feel like you guys all said some beautiful things that I don't want to reiterate too much on what you guys said, but I think I'm just going to try to come at this from a different angle if I could. Mm. But what I'm going to say is from a, I love how you mentioned like, how can I look towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these, right? When you said that, I, I, and you came up with some real tangible solutions about how can we optimize, mm. right? In terms of fasting and all that, and dua, which is, a, that's the, the believer's weapon. Yeah. So dua, that should be your go-to guys. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. When you're struggling with something, Ya Allah, you created me, and you know I am weak. Ya Allah, you know me more than anyone knows me. Ya Allah, you know me better than myself. You know my weakness, and you know my strength. Ya Allah, this is my weakness. Oh Allah, give me strength where there is weakness, Ya Allah. Mm. I do not want to wrong you, Ya Allah. So guide me upon that which is right. Draw me nearer to you. I don't want to be further. But that comes with sincerity. Yeah. You have to want that. So dua. Build a relationship with Allah through dua. Speaking of dua, let me just add one dua to yeah. it. Because we were talking about this a lot, like dying upon sin. Make sure you add this to your da'a too because this is very powerful. Is asking Allah, you know, Ya Allah, uh, allow me to die when you are most pleased with me. Mm. You know, you see these videos, people dying die in a sujood and stuff like mm. that. I, I wish that was me. Like, that is. Allah, that will be Allah. all of us. Yeah. So. And also, yeah, I, yeah go, ahead, go ahead, brother. Your heart. Mm. Make sure it's pure. That's the thing. Mm. And. Well, that's the hardest thing to do because there's constantly filth being thrown at it. And also, mm, there's a lot of things I can say about this, bro. But what, what, what I, to keep it nice and sweet and concise is call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. Mm. You need help. You, yeah. You're not a soul. You're not supposed to be doing this by yourself, guys. Mm-hmm. It's Ilahi that's going to actually do it. Okay? It's not you. Yeah. It's Allah. You get through Jannah through his mercy. Yeah. So what you need to do is drop the ego. That's what you got to do. Drop the ego. Drop the inflated self. Uh, self. Drop the self-amazement. These are things that are things that Iblis couldn't do himself. And he was very righteous at a time. He was extremely righteous at a time. But he had diseases within his heart in which he transgressed like no other person has ever transgressed. Mm. So when you see those tendencies in you, seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather than becoming arrogant and turning away because that's not a shape that's not that's not a trait from uh, Adam alayhisam that's a trait from Shaytan. Mm. So I will say that. And what I also will say in terms of optimizing for success is do the best that you can and learn from your mistakes. Reflect, reflect, reflect. Don't be consumed. We talked about so who you surround yourself, take a moment of silence. Listen to the voice coming from within. That voice will give you answers. And in terms of how am I holding me against you, my own internal battles, right? As a man, uh, I'm going to tell you all straight up because we are we all men right here. Mm-hmm. 
We all struggling. But let me tell you something. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. No, you know people say you're perfect the way you are. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Try to be the best version of yourself. Get right. Yeah. Get right. This is the thing, guys. Like we live in a fluff society nowadays. Get right. Take care of your physical, your mental, your spiritual. And people are not when people are not doing right by you. You gotta let them go because you are all you have. At the end of the day, you only answer for yourself. So get right. And wallahi, get near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and live the potential that you ought to live. Mm. You need to do that. And your desires, like I said, there's two versions of yourself. Like for me, I have a version of myself. I have this guy right here who is not right. I have a vision. I'm not even describing him. He's not good, he's not good looking. Then you got the and he's doing everything he wants to do mm. and everything every, everyone else is doing. That is not me. And that's not where I'm at right now, alhamdulillah. Then I got this amazing guy I look up to a lot in the back of my head. It's kind of weird. A guy who I see educated, you know, close to Allah. All these things. I don't want to disclose my ambitions, but uh, he's so many things. And I look up to him and I'm now nowhere near that. Mm. But I want to get there. And this guy, this guy, I can become like that, like that. Because I just act on what I want to do. But this guy, I have to sacrifice. And guys, this dunya is not Jannah. So don't expect Jannah on earth. Be willing to sacrifice. Have you seen that image? Like, I'm glad you mentioned that, how you, like, the best version of yourself or the mm-hmm. worst version of yourself. I've seen this one image uh, one of my cousins posted uh, about this guy climbing a ladder. Mm. It's easy to climb a ladder to success or to become the best version of yourself. But it's much easier to f- and much faster to fall. Mm. So... Stay close, stay stay on that ladder, and uh, what's it called? Stay on that straight path of, of Allah, mm. and cling tight to your deen, and who you are. Cling tight. Cling yeah. tight. Because like the problem Hazrat Sam said, so one of the signs in the end of the world is going to be the <clears> fact <throat> that there will come a time where holding on to your deen will be like holding on to a burning coal. Mm. And right now you see people letting go of their deen, letting mm-hmm. go of their hijab, letting go of their salah for what? Work? Letting go of everything for what? And why and is that? It's like you mentioned earlier. Mm. Is where you have this internal conflict. If you're if you're doing if you're persisting in this sin, and you know you're a Muslim and you're supposed to do this, it's gonna have an internal conflict. Mm. And if it it gets so bad that what's it called, you you might eventually drop your belief. So and yeah yeah. So go, you wanna add on to that? Yeah, I just want to say, guys, a lot of us so like this. Is, I heard somebody say this to me, someone a long time ago. This person said, "How how do I know if I'm a good person?" Right. How do I know? How do I know if I'm a good person, or you know, I'm a bad person, or um, this like so, so many negative views about who they are, and it hurt because once you start identifying with negative thoughts about yourself, your actions translate into that. Your thoughts translate into action. So stop identifying with where you're at right now. Stop. Just because you prayed, you're not righteous. Stop. The end goal. The end goal is what matters. We don't know where we're going to die. All I know is you got to be on guard 24-7. That goal of where you need to be should be so high because that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and best believe you're not going to reach that anytime soon. You're not there right now just because you prayed five times a day. You read Quran. No. Mm. That is a battle that's constant. You're constantly um, molding yourself with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't just because maybe if you're that person I talk about the negative, maybe you're the worst version that you think right now. Like, I'm down bad. I can't get worse than this. And that guy is so far, I can't even get this. So I'm going to just stay where I'm at. No, stop identifying with that. You're just there right now. You're just there right now. But you can always start making steps ahead towards that better version of yourself. And I want y'all to do that, inshallah. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
All right. We talked about just because you pray five times a day or you read Quran, right. like you're not guaranteed Jannah. You're not guaranteed Jannah. Right? Yeah. Why do people, like, those things are expected of you? You know, you do understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There, why would you think just like, if I expect you to do something, you know, mm. like, do you expect to get something out of it? Mm. You feel know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's those other little things. I think what we just got to do is just hope the best True. when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful and he loves us. And when he sees us doing righteous yeah. things without having seen him. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. believe him and you worship him. Yeah. You hope the best in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that too. Because that's naturally supposed to actually supposed to be in your attention. Mm. You're not praying, oh, just because your mom is watching. Yeah. No, you're praying because Allah. you want to seek the reward. Not only do you fear Allah, but you seek his reward. Yeah. Mm. Like, do you know if we knew how valuable each salat is, mm. even sunnah, mm-hmm. how valuable it is? If we, okay, look, if somebody told you, and I always think about this. Mm. If someone told you, if you pray two raka'ah, you will get a Lamborghini. Mm. Or two raka'ah, you're going to get a mansion. Oh, you boy. would rush. But how many people in the grave right now, they would do anything for two raka'ah? No, yeah, no, you would rush to do that. You would rush to do that. Think about this. Each salat is way more valuable than mm. anything on this earth. Right. Mm. Anything on this earth that you can obtain. It's way more valuable than that. You know what's crazy? Allah will give you everything you want just to distract you. Like, like, uh, like, like let's say like the rich people mm. you give them money uh, cars women all that stuff boom you're getting it but he distracts you from your main purpose mm. to worship him I don't think it's Allah distracting them yes. I think Allah he oh. made everything clear no, uh, yeah. it's the shaitan like, that's yeah, distracting yeah, yeah. Allah will give Sorry. you tests Allah me. will allow you yeah. to do yeah. what you want to do excuse yeah. me yeah. You know? I know I know I just want I know what you yeah, meant yeah. I just want to make it yeah, known you yeah. know like it's like the shaitan in your ears making you forget him mm. even yeah. though he's granting you all this right. you still wasn't thankful and you still wasn't worshiping him for allowing you to first thing first give you life mm. on top of that give you wealth and healthiness and everything that you have mm. but you still forget about the man who Allah did all this for you exactly you know what subhanallah me? so man that I mean we went uh, one minute and I mean an hour and 21 yeah. minutes before we end uh-huh. I just I, this is something I want to start What's that? What's that? So, it's a, I'm asking you three que- two questions, all right? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah? All right. And I'm going to start with I'm you. I'm interested. All right. Me too. And I want to start ending, ending it this way. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. From scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. mentally, how are you? I would say, mentally, how am I? Yeah. I'll say I'm about eight. Eight? Yeah. What about physically? Physically, I would say... About a seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Because I felt like I I was watching this podcast. Yeah. And every time, they yeah. always end on wanting to know where a person, like, especially the people who are close to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knowing where they are mentally and that's physically. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You feel me? Yeah. So that's, that's that's Maybe we can add spiritually. Yeah, yeah. And spiritually, where are you at? Spiritually? Man. I want... I can't give enough to that because mm. I will lie. I always want to, I always want to, there's always something more you can do. Facts. Some people, they, they, they can do the bare bit of a thing. Oh, but Ted, that's everybody when they first start practicing. SubhanAllah, <laughs> 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 where you always, you, you want to have the mindset, you don't put enough to it. Facts. You want to have the mindset, Facts. I can always do better. Alhamdulillah. That's, that's all I can say for that. Facts. Yeah. Facts. You feel me? What about you, man? 
Bro, subhanallah. Mentally, man. I would say eight. Eight? Yeah, bro. I'm in a much, like, I feel like I had a lot going on in terms of just being pulled one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I've had a lot of moments of silence. You know what I'm saying? Just deep reflection. And Jabril knows I read with my Kindle. I reflect in the nighttime. And that's me, introspection. Yeah. And just cultivating my mental health. So alhamdulillah, bro, I would say eight. Eight? I would say eight. Physically? Physically. So I've been... Actually, I'm not going to really disclose. Maybe hopefully you guys start noticing it more and more on the podcast. But I'm definitely taking hold of my physical health for the past three months. And I've been feeling amazing. I've been eating right. I've been working out more. So, alhamdulillah, I would say, well, did I even throw a number yet? No. Um, I would say a seven. Seven? Because, bro, where I was, I was a four, you know, and, and how I felt in my body. So, because I was cultivating my mental my men, uh, my mental and yeah. whatever, but and my spiritual, but I wasn't really cultivating my physical. So alhamdulillah, now I'm more like a seven, okay, and man, I'm trying to get by. I'm trying to get a nine, ten by the summertime. You know what I'm okay. saying? You know what I'm saying? When we go fishing, yes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, with oh, the kayak, man. hey, so it's gonna make it happen. Man. I'm gonna have to walk around with these shades too. Y'all gonna yes, see sir. it? Yes, sir. But and spiritually, alhamdulillah, you know what? Well, this is one thing that I'm trying to work on. And I'm just saying this to be vulnerable. But also that you guys think about like one thing I'm working on in my salah mm-hmm. is avoiding making it so much of a routine mm-hmm. because when you practice after a certain amount of time, salah becomes very mechanical. So what I want to get down for one, inshallah, learning Arabic, which I need to get back on, inshallah, inshallah is because that you can when you every word that you speak in, in the salah, yeah. you're forced to to to. To feel it more Yeah uh, When you don't know it, You just have to m- Maybe learn the English translation Or just really think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala co- Ponder mm-hmm. So I think um, I think There I think I'm also like Oh I don't want to put a number Like Jabron yeah. Let's hold off on numbers yeah. Spiritual Let's just give a description Yeah Inshallah yeah. Uh, so, so we all got growth and journey to do yeah, you know? So may Allah guide all of us I mean, How about man. you my brother You came with the question How yes, are you doing sir You know I'm mean, mentally Alhamdulillah, like where I was a year ago, right? And then now, to be honest with you, I'm at a high eight, eight nine. Mashallah. Alhamdulillah, I'm mentally, I'm, I'm glad, bro. I'm glad, you know. Physically, I'm gonna say the same, you know, I'm at like six, Got you know. You. There, like he said, you know, I'm trying to be, uh, you know, what I'm saying muscular, there you go, you know, and better in shape and control my eating habits. Mm. That's mm. one thing that I feel like. I want to That's start a, These topics We're gonna have to talk about yeah, you know, Spiritually I'm be honest with you There's always room to improve mm. So I can never put My spirituality At a number Because There's always something That you can do To improve yourself In that aspect mm. I feel you I So feel all you. I can say is Alhamdulillah That is all man Alhamdulillah Alright um, So That was a beautiful episode Now I really wanna end this With Takeaways Y'all have takeaways, closing statements. Everyone get go ahead, take your 30 seconds. Oh man. Uh you, you guys wanna go first? I want to Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um I mean for me, what I will say is that um well I love you guys for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um I feel you guys. I'm talking to y'all from my heart, I'm talking my haq. I'm struggling. I know y'all struggling too. And we all struggling. That is the nature of mankind. But we're here for each other. We're here to support each other. And just know that your highest version of yourself, it is attainable for you as long as you're alive. Mm. Start walking towards that path. 
And may Allah guide you. And may Allah keep you upright. And may Allah guide us. And may Allah keep us upright. And if you guys can make da'a for us, Allah, we need it. Well, mine's going to be nice and all short and sweet. One thing I must tell you guys, there is beauty in the struggle and ugly in the success. This guy's going J. Cole. Yes, sir. You feel me? But Did J. Cole say, say that? Am I missing something? Yeah. Oh, but, then, but then, but then, when I say ugly in the success, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like it's facts, though. When I say ugly in the success, meaning it is hard to be success, mm. to be successful. It's a something. bloody, it's a bloody trail yeah. leading up to success. You feel me? You're yeah. walking like he said in a dark hole. You don't see nothing. The plot is thickening, baby. You that's what this, that's what it's doing. The there plot. You is, when you think it's turbulent, nah, nah, nah. But then, the plot is thickening. You might have human size. Mouse traps you might fall into. You don't even know. Mm. <laughs> be honest. You know what I'm saying? That dark hole. Where does he get this from? Y'all ask me. I don't know. You know, it's my brain. It thinks for its own. But hey, I'm telling that right now. This is all Honestly, we love Abdi. Um, also, one thing be healthy, have a very pure heart, stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you ever feel like you need to get away from certain things that's costing you to have internal battles with yourself, mm-hmm. get away from it. Make dua, and most important thing, I love you, and you're a beautiful person. Amen. I'm I'm gonna just leave off with what everybody else said. Subhanallah. Just understand that you you have so much to offer. Mm. You can do anything you put your mind to. I know it sounds cliche, but Subhanallah, whatever you have in your mind, like who you are in your mind, is actually what comes out to be if mm. you think positive everything will be positive inshallah so have that have that always positive mindset and what's it called always try to be the best version of yourself i can't stress that enough you know never never think that you're a 10 in all categories mm. always understand that you have room to approve on and everything you know mm. you're not nobody's perfect we're human right. so try to be the best version of yourself you know i love you guys too uh, we all struggling together, and um, you know, may Allah make it easy on all of us. I mean, I mean, me up, brother. Me up. Hey, this is a beautiful episode, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Alhamdulillah. And wallahi, if you guys benefited, I'm so glad. Just make dua for us, inshallah. And may Allah keep us all upright because wallahi, this is a, you never know when you will turn on your heels. Mm. You never know. There's so much pressure. So. But may Allah keep us steadfast and keep us upright because we need those du'as, man. This is tough out here. But inshallah, um, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. I'm going to tell y'all, we're trying to be consistent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? And we're trying to bring you guys value, inshallah. Um, And look, I may or may not be doing a blog for this episode. If I do, you guys will see it. Um, I'm trying to tap into the writing a little bit. So check out the website, talkyahawk.com for episode links and maybe a little bit description and maybe even a blog. And inshallah, just email us if you guys have any input at contact at talkyahuck.com. If you want to be featured, come through. Facts. Just email us what topic you would like to discuss that you want. Some a talk yahuck, a topic. Some people say they want to be on the episode, but I want to hear, I want to feel you when you tell me what you want to talk about. Then come through. This, this is your platform. This yeah. is not mine. This is for the people. Mm. So email us at contact at talkyahawk.com or DM us at talkyahawk or my Instagram. Main Insta. 
it or you two can times. hit me up too as well. And look, we want more sisters, by the way. We're trying to get a sister on this uh, podcast, inshallah. Hit us up with the topic that you want, and we're going to do a virtual, inshallah. So um, let us know. All you have to do is have your headphones, uh, and boom, we'll make it happen. All right, y'all, inshallah. Any last statements before we bounce out? Madam Dukin's team. That's it. I appreciate you guys. Family. Love you guys. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Mind them do, right. do these things. Okay, but you're not from the UK, bro. Not. Are you? Are you? We gonna bounce? Assalamu alaikum, wa rahmatullahi, wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum.